And now it's time for Chasing Better with Noxie! G'day legends, welcome back. We are up to episode four of Chasing Better with Noxie. And the incredible thing is, is that we're almost at the length of the Star Wars trilogy, which for me is super exciting because massive Star Wars nerd. Uh, but that aside, it's time to introduce our amazing guest today, Mr. Tweed, uh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a flyer today. So Miss Tween Union, she she has been one of our fantastic members at uh, TBC in Mandraft for probably how long have you been with us? A little over a year now. Yeah, so it's been just over twelve months, and uh, gets on like a house on fire with Lauren, our first ever episode member. Uh, and the crazy thing is, is I'd love to talk to her today about. Um, probably battling against adversity from peers and social groups uh, when it comes to the whole training aspect. Um, and just a few things that she's battled on the mental health side of things in terms of uh, getting into training for the first time efficiently and consistently. Um, but she's had a ripper transformation as well, um, as all of our clients do, because we're amazing. Um, <laughs> not biased at all. But yeah, so uh, welcome aboard, champ. Are you excited and how's your day been? I'm excited. I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I had work all day. Yep. And um, you only asked me to do this like last minute. Yep. Yeah, glad to know I was on your list. Awesome. Um, no, you're definitely on there. Everyone is, right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Who pulled out? Who pulled out? Was uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, so I suppose like you've been with us for 12 months, but let's wind back the clock and kind of see what was it like growing up for Twee? Like, were you... Um, Born and raised in Australia, like, did you come from overseas? Like, what was the go oh, there? So What's your kind of heritage and background? I was actually born in a, in a refugee camp in oh, yeah. Thailand. Um, so my mum fled during the war um, from Vietnam, obviously. She actually did about three failed attempts of leaving Vietnam. The first two boats she got onto were captured, like, to sent back to Vietnam, like, before they even left, the sh like, the country. Um, the third, I think it was the third time they were in a forest, she thought she was going to die in the forest. Um, ended up on a boat heading to Thailand. Her boat had 21 people, only two people survived. And that was her and um, this other lady that she made friends with. But because um, their boat actually, she got captured as well by pirates. Incredible. Um, yeah. Holy yeah. crap. So they, they took the women, yeah, there yeah. three women on that boat. They took my mum and those two women yep. onto their boat. And the men pleaded with with my mom and the other ladies to be like, yeah, let them do whatever, and then they'll let us go. But they didn't. They ended up taking the girls, and then they plowed their boat, and it sank. So yeah, everyone, right. Yeah, so everyone left on that boat actually died at sea. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, no, yeah, that's so, cool. so yeah, so mom was captured for a little while. Yeah. Don't exactly know the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eventually, they had to obviously get rid of the people. Yeah. That they captured, um, because I think something happened. They, yeah. Someone had a tip or something. Yeah. And so she was through um, out to sea again to drown. Um, so they threw them both out at sea to drown, and then just drove like their boat off. You should have told me about this before I met her the other day, because I would have like given her a massive hug. Like that is an intense yeah. story. Like crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like when I heard it for the first time, like when I was younger, I didn't yeah. actually realize the extent that she went through just to get us to Australia, just to just to get a better life for us. Crazy, obviously, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but then obviously they were found. Um, Mum was on a coral in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, right. The first, the first girl got 
washing to the beach. Your mum's actually a mermaid, right? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. That's why we can swim so well. Yeah. <laughs> Toy's an amazing swimmer. Actually, we'll have to fact check on that. Yeah, sure yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah, those steps. So obviously, the first lady got was washed ashore and she was like, there's still another person out there. They sent out the guards, a patrol, found mum, took him in there, and then she ended up in Thailand in a refugee camp. Mm -hmm. And there she met my dad. Don't remember when the timeline was. Yeah. But she was there for about six years. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, and I was born two years later, so I was there until I was four. Yep. And then uh, we got rejected to go to America. Okay. So, because they thought we were supposed to go to America. Originally. You could have been a Yank. I could have been a Yankee, but oh. I'm so glad I'm not. Yeah, I'm yep. so glad I'm not from Australia. Good choice there. Good, good choice there. Yeah. Was, good choice oh, there. yeah. Oh, I would be so, <laughs> so stuck up in America with my dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we just ended up um, in Australia instead. So, we came here when I was four. Yep. Yeah, so we went to Perth, Melbourne for a little bit. Melbourne had no work. For any like um, refugees or Asian people, obviously at the time, unless okay. it was really low paying work, there was no farms or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff in Melbourne. So she decided to come to Perth to work because over here we have a lot more farming and stuff like that she could okay. do. Yeah, cool. And so it was ultimately to make money just to go back to Vietnam for the first time because her family thought that she died, guys. <laughs> family thought that she was dead. Right. She was dead to them. That's incredible. Yeah. Because there was no phones, there was only letters, and she yeah, sent home yeah, a letter, yeah. but no one believed that it was her letter, because, you know, yeah. it's just a handwriting. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we came to Perth originally just to... This is before Facebook. <laughs> yeah, before anything. <laughs> only a couple of years ago, guys, only a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, so we came back to Perth only to um, make enough money to go back to Vietnam to see her family again, and then she ended up staying here. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so we ended up... So have you, you've uh, essentially then grown up the rest of your time over in WA? Yeah. Like here, here in WA? Yeah, yep, cool. Yeah. Have you always been in Mandra? No, no. I was in, um, I've lived in Belga. Yep. And then I've lived in, moved to Valadora. Yep. And now I'm in Mandra. Yeah, right. My family's okay. in Valadora though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. So that is an incredible story to come from. Yeah. What was that like growing up as a kid? Like, were you someone that, like, because you're a very outgoing person, as we all know. Um, <laughs> you're one of the loudest members we've got at the club, which is fantastic, because uh, the energy you bring is, is awesome. But, like, as a kid, were you, you know, like, that's a pretty deep background to come from. Like, was that something you had to, like, struggle with, like, at school? Or was it something that you kind of... You just took it in your stride and you just always had that kind of outgoing personality as a kid like what was the go there definitely not when i was in school so i was really illiterate when mm -hmm. i was younger i could not read or spell or speak properly okay sorry um for me it was really hard because obviously i was the eldest in my family so my mom coming here and then um she was pregnant with my sister at the time we came over here mm -hmm. but um because we didn't have any support and stuff so i was her support so i had to translate do paperwork take it everywhere mm -hmm. and for me it was really really hard because i couldn't be a kid mm -hmm. so yeah. i had to grow up super fast and then i also had to i wasn't very outgoing as a kid either i was very shy really quiet okay. um, more like a sheep back then because i didn't want to like you know um, make any waves and I didn't mm -hmm. want to be made fun of because back then racism was like huge back then like yep. you walk on the street people just yell like Ching Chong Chinese and you're like yeah right you know like what do I do in those situations because I was yep. so young can't really do much right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. even through like high school yep. I was very reserved yeah because I, I was always afraid to just be me and I was afraid to like be the outgoing mm -hmm. me that I am now obviously mm -hmm. and the loud me because I'm like oh what people don't like that what if like um you know I rub people the wrong way yep. or what if um I can't make friends yeah. and things like that. And those things really played on like a lot of my mental health because I was like mm -hmm. always afraid of just being me and being myself. So did you did you ever feel it was like a 
I suppose in your particular case, because uh, obviously we've talked uh, with Lauren um, and she was always an introvert and it's probably been really the last 12 months while she's been training and kind of opening up to a whole new world of opportunity and, and just life experience. Um, like she's only really come out of her shell since doing that. But for yourself, it, it was more of a forced kind of quietness, right? Like because you, you didn't yeah. really want to upset the apple cart, which unfortunately is just, how it was how by it the was, sense yeah. of things um and of course i can totally understand like um like where you would have had to come from from that which is like you know um dealing with the situation as best you can right yeah. so um and, and even as a kid like hats off to you because i mean that that's incredible um to be able to adapt to that at such a young age already um but i mean with that in mind like did you find it was difficult to kind of you know were you, did you ever do any sort of social stuff as a kid? Like were you into sports and like any sort of training beforehand or like was there anything like that? Or did you kind of just go to school, come home and then that was kind of your, your kind of lifestyle? Like what was the go um, there? I sort of just went to school and came home because like the, like Asian parents like back in the day was like, you come home straight away with me. Come on, you got to do with me. You know, like it, it was ridiculous. It yep. was so ridiculous. It was a dangerous world obviously because mum was um, a single mum and was alone. So... Mm -hmm. It was more like a safety thing, and she worked her butt off like twenty four seven for us. So yep. she wasn't really home as much. So mm -hmm. I'd take some of those like my sisters and you know all those other like things. So, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know like school home. Like every now and then I'll probably like come home later than what I should have because I got caught up in like mm -hmm. you know trying to make friends or play with friends. Yeah. 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 Um, and sports and stuff. I tried to get into a few things, but didn't really stick because I didn't have anyone to take me, mm -hmm. and also like financially we weren't. We probably weren't there to do all those things. Yeah. I went to a few like youth groups and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. No, awesome man. So like that next kind of step, I suppose probably the big question is like where do you think the loud twee started to happen? Oh. Have we have, <laughs> have we got like a timeline on that? Like what where do you where do you feel that loud happened? Loud twee. Let let me just because um. I still remember day one of you coming into the gym, right? And you were doing your induction with Leandy, yeah. um, another one of our awesome members. Shout out to Leandy. Um, but, and you guys, I couldn't shut you up. Like, it was insane. And you guys had never met each other before. And I was like, cool, these two are carrying on like they've literally known each other their whole life. Um, but, like, you, you did mention, obviously, you were quite quiet beforehand. Yeah. So, like, yeah, where, very, where did very, that, very where, where do you find that so, kind of pattern? I think, I think with me, when I... Like after turning 18, oh, actually, no, because I'm 29 this year, guys. So I think about five or six years ago, I decided that I didn't want to hold myself back anymore. I didn't want to just be a quiet person anymore. I didn't, because mm -hmm. I felt like whenever I was trying to like shut my own voice, um, you know, hold myself back up, I, I ended up being more depressed. Okay. I ended okay. up being like more upset at myself because I didn't speak up at that time because I didn't tell people what I really thought or how, how like what my opinion was so for me it was more like I think it's time for you to do something for you and that was the first step in me um, you know becoming becoming the real me mm -hmm. the real me not the person that I choose to show certain people mm -hmm. not the person that I choose to um, be in front of like my you know mom's like older adult friends yep. aunties cousins you know all those yep. people and not the person that I show people at work either. I yeah. just wanted to be twee. I just yeah. wanted to be the twee that just wants to have fun and be loud and make friends. Mm -hmm. But I'm also quite awkward at times too because 
have a really bad working bitch face, mm -hmm. so I'm not very approachable. No. It's so, <laughs> <laughs> such a great way of putting it. It is oh, true. It's true. If you have that, like, you're not approachable to other people. Yep. And I guess that's also why, like, oh, I have like a resting. I should also be careful of what I say because anything I say, especially in monotone, yep. will sound really mean and harsh when I don't mean it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't mean it to be. Like you know, if you just say that you like. I don't like you today and you take it the wrong way, right? Yeah, I would take that the yeah. wrong way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you that during all our gym sessions, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so in order to like kind of reverse, you know, the wrestling bitch face, I had to be louder mm -hmm. so that people, they can hear me before they see me, right? Yeah, perfect. Because it's your, it's first impressions are important, right? So if yeah. they just saw my face, like at work, I'm covered in like half a mask. I look like hella scary. Yep. And I'm not very approachable. But if you now you're, you're a nail technician. Yeah, I'm a nail technician. Yeah, by trade. So, yeah, 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 so I have to like cover up half a face to work. Yeah. But um, if you hear me first, mm -hmm. or like people heard me first, it they don't look at me. Yeah, right. Like the way I'm, I'm staring. With, like, with reserved yeah, feelings already. Exactly. Yeah, so nice, they yeah. hear my voice first and then they're like, oh my gosh, she sounds really cheerful yeah. or really happy or really, you know, like, yeah. and she's not. She's not a bitch, so. <laughs> I suppose um, a really powerful thing to come from that, because a lot of people out there, like I said with Lauren and you know the other guys that have talked as well, even Sam last week, um, you know the, the crazy thing is, is, is so many people out there these days they don't know how to be themselves, yeah. and that is a twenty four seven thing. Like they just don't yeah. know that they have their own identity. They don't know how to um, you know forge their own path, so to speak. And I think. Uh, a powerful thing with that is so many people get stuck in the comparison game because they're constantly trying to be perfect. And I think the quicker society can realize that perfection just doesn't exist, um, which you've obviously heard me say heaps of times in the gym, but like, I think the, the quicker people can realize that, the world's gonna be a better place because you're gonna have people that aren't trying to be a clone of everyone else. Exactly. Um, I find that mentality to be extremely boring. Now, again, I'm an outgoing person and I've always luckily been that way. Uh, I see this being lucky, but anyway. Um, I think the, the great thing with your story is that you can see that you actually found power by putting your voice out there first. Yeah, definitely. Like, even at work, like, you know, when I started my career like 10 years ago, it used to be obviously retail and you have to be nice because the customer is always right and, <laughs> and all the Karens want to speak to your manager. Um, <laughs> however, Karen, you're not right, okay? And I think I've realized that over the years that in the beginning I tried to please other people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, you can have that shape even though that shape doesn't exist or that color is not a real color, but okay, mm -hmm. you can have all those things. Whereas now, like, as I've grown over the years, it's more like, no, you can't have that because that's not a real thing. That's not a realistic thing for me to do for you. It's not a realistic thing for you to have because you can't even pay that price anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I realized, and then I realized that people actually liked me when I spoke the truth. When you're honest, yeah, right? Yeah, when you're honest. Like when you're honest and when you're really just you, I found that people actually responded better to it than when I was being reserved or not so talkative. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, and then I'll try again the next day and try to be a little bit more of myself. And then it just rolls over until like, you know, until you can just completely be yourself every single day. And and that's something I've found, like being a coach, I'm always reminding people that, yes, the truth hurts, like it does. But unfortunately, that's the only thing that people respond to when they have to face the truth, speak yeah. the truth, whatever. They always feel a pain point or whatever. They, they never actually think of the fact, well, 
if I'm actually honest about something, I'll get the answer that I'm looking for by asking the, the better question. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to hide behind something that I'm afraid of. I'm just going to get it out there and actually potentially fix an issue or a problem or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and I think that's just something that is very difficult for the everyday person, again, to like become accustomed to. And yeah. I suppose to tie that in, what was it like day one walking <laughs> into the gym? Now... Obviously, by this stage, you were loud twee, and that's great. Yeah. You, you know, you've got that bubbly personality. But you did mention the awkward side as well, which still you, you know, I'm yeah. sure from time to time still have that feeling. Probably nowhere near as much, but that's, you know, that's great. It's definitely growth, um, and, and well done on that. I think the, to run the listeners through, like, what, what was going through your head on day one? Oh, day one was like, it was like, oh, do I even go to this gym? Mm -hmm. I already, I, obviously I already met you for my, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one interview and, you know, yep. all that stuff. Paid for it, but I was still like, oh, I could just treat this as dead money again, like every other year. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, know, brutal honesty, like, it works. This is it the works, truth. Yeah. Like, I could just yeah. treat this like, that's what it was, right? Because every other gym membership is the same. Like, you mm -hmm. just leave it there, you don't use it. And then eventually, maybe a year or two, you just cancel it because you've forgotten that money comes out, right? Mm -hmm. And on day one, I was like, do I go, do I not go? That was like... The thought in my head all day because I had work and then I went to the gym. So I was like, yeah. do I go to the gym? Do I not go to the gym? But I'm too afraid to go to the gym. Like, what if everyone judges me? You know, what if I'm not as fit as everyone else? Or mm -hmm. what if I can't do whatever? You know? Again, comparing yeah, to everyone comparing, else. Yeah, comparing, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because most other gyms you do compare because it's all muscle people that go in there. And, like, and, oh! and there's mirrors everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, sorry, yeah. it was just scary. Yeah. Um, but at the end of that, I was like, well, it's either I take control of my health today mm -hmm. or... I let it spiral for another year or two, like I have been, and then it gets worse. Mm -hmm. Because by this point, like, I wasn't at my heaviest, but I wasn't at my lightest either. I was in that in-between stage. Yep. And I also recently took a trip to Europe, like, um, about a year or so before that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I was really puffed out in Europe. There was a lot of walking, mm -hmm. and, like, you know, after about a kilometre, I was like... <gasps> I need a rest. I need water. And I was like, no, I want to, I want to travel the world. Mm -hmm. If I want to travel the world and do all of these events, I want to climb, you know, Mount Fuji. I want to do all these things, right? Um, do a trail, do a puff. Like I'm going to have to be healthy for it. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, I'm going to get puffed out. And there's no point going on a holiday if you're unhealthy and obese and fat and you can't do all those things, right? I was like, you, you want to chase those things. Yeah, I want right? to chase those yeah. things. And I was like, no, it's, I need to take control of it now because mm -hmm. if I don't, then I know I won't do it. Mm -hmm. And especially since this was, I was signed up to like the six week challenge. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like, I think that was like the best ticking like changeover because I was like, it will be only for six weeks. Mm -hmm. If I continue it after that, mm -hmm. that's fine. But at least in six weeks, I can make a change now. Mm -hmm. So that's why I went on that first day. Fantastic, man. And I suppose that leads into another big point of like purely, and I'm full of cliches, I say them all the time, but purely just showing up, that's yeah. the battle right there. Like, like I say to you guys all the time, if you can get through that front door of whether it's your new job, your new yeah. life, whatever, the gym, whatever, like if you can get through that door, the rest is simple Yeah. because the hard bit's already done, right? And it, and it comes down to like, what, what do you feel is actually holding you back? And it's like, well, a lot of the time this day and age, it's the comparison to everyone else and caring about what everyone else thinks. And it's like... It's, again, it's not going to be something you can change like that. Yeah. But that little spark of just showing up can like start an incredible 
like journey, which is really, really cool. Oh, but also I promised Andy that I'll be there. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so, there you go. Like, yeah. we're, we're messaging each other. Like, what yeah. session will you be at? Like, we'll support each other. What, you know, what session? It's just like, I'll be at this session, guys. I'll be there with you too. Like, we tried really hard because it was like, if I didn't go, then I'll be letting her down, right? Yeah. So therefore, I had to force myself to go. Even the same now with, you know, Lauren and Sonia, like, we message each other all the time. We're like, what gym session are you going to, yeah. you know, force each other to go to our gym sessions, mm -hmm. you know, and if you don't go, you're, di you're disappointing your partner or your friend or whoever it is that mm -hmm. is doing it with you, right? So you don't want to do that. You want to commit together because you have that support. And I think that was the best thing about um, joining TBC because it was just the support of everyone. It wasn't awkward. Like, everyone was really nice. Everyone was super fun to be around. And even working out and just, you know, the banter is so much fun. And, and that's what we're here for, right? Like, again, people... They want results. At the end of the day, they want to know that they can move some body weight, move some body fat, look a bit better, you know, whatever. Whatever the goal may be, it's chasing that little bit of better, yeah. right? Which is what we love to talk about. But the other part that goes hand in hand with that is that you're seeing um, people creating this whole lifestyle of actually being around other humans. Yeah. Like, which is community in essence, right? Yeah. Like. People are often like, oh, I love the fact that my gym's got like a thousand people there. I'm like, do you know any of them? Like that's, and that's, and that's just an, again, just a brutal, honest question. It's like, do you talk to people uh, when you go and train or are you someone that literally headphones in as soon as you go in the door and then you never speak to anyone, right? Like that was something I used to hate working in a, a big box gym is that like I knew over 200 plus members, right? But essentially those members you had to literally like draw them together to be like hey this is gary he's looking for the similar sort of outcome that you are you know whereas what we've got um with our crew is it's just any new person that comes in it's like cool well, this is sally she wants results oh awesome sally let's go and there's no other if buts maybe you know whatever it's just yeah. like all right let's go class is in session all right ding 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 so i think what would be your top three tips? <laughs> what would be your top three tips for getting it done week in, week out? Now that you've had a good solid 12 months, you've seen some really awesome uh, training results, um, but also physical change as well. Um, and then obviously the mental health side as well. So yeah. like, for someone out there that is, you know, again, the goal of this is to try and make sure that people are able to feel comfortable to take that first step. Yeah. Whether it is joining the gym, going for a run for the first time or just changing their food habits or starting a new job or whatever the case may be, like taking that first step. Like what would your top three be, you reckon? Well, there is, even if you fail your first week or your second week, just do it again. Mm -hmm. Just reset and do it again. Mm -hmm. um, make friends. Don't be afraid to say hi to the person sitting next to you on the couch at the gym. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Like, sometimes we sit there and we actually don't talk to the person that's sitting yeah. right there. No, because I... Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I would have made friends with Lauren if we didn't just talk for some reason. Yeah. Some random reason, like we're just like, hey, hey, yeah. let's talk. Mm -hmm. And then look at us now. Can you, with that in mind, interesting that you bring that up, like, can you possibly remember what was potentially the first thing you talked about? No. Was it Dom's? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm Dom's? sore. I'm sore. No, oh because <laughs> I just remember that I think Lauren and I only really got to talk at one of our dinners. Oh, right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't think, not the Christmas, I think it was like a one-year dinner or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was after Lauren Rose, so I'm not sure it was Christmas or not, though. Mm -hmm. No, no, because Diane Ray joined as well, so That's was that right. Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lauren and I only really got to talk, like, during that Christmas.
Christmas dinner. Okay. Prior to that, like I think we like crossed over in training and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. when I went on holidays for a few weeks, I think like Lauren told me they were playing a game like, is Twee gonna show up? Is she not gonna show up? Where's Twee? That was the game. She literally told me she's like, we're taking bets on like who, like, if you're gonna show up or not or something. I was like, really? Why? I don't know. I didn't even know that they actually even like knew me or of me or whatever. But I was like, okay. <laughs> and then um yeah, I think and then we were like showed to the same sessions and it was just more like us just pushing each other along like go heavy alone yeah you go heavy you go and leaving messages on the board yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That, <laughs> you that? did yeah. you send it to her uh yeah i've seen that yeah did you send it to her though? uh no 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 but she 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 saw it she, no, saw she wasn't it. being mean oh that's right no 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 yeah. but she, she'll see it we'll leave it up yeah, there it's still on there so that's cool and then what would be you kind of like your your final third tip so obviously um you know failure is okay it's part of the process okay, definitely. the second one um obviously we get lost in conversation so it's fine but the the second one is that you know reach out to people that are looking for the same sort of stuff like yeah. look for that opportunity to make friends with people on the same sort of path yeah i think that's really powerful that's awesome yeah and like, what else would be kind of like one of your guiding tips to, to get someone started? I think, I think my last tip is just to do it with an open heart mm-hmm. and an open mind. Okay. Don't come into it so close minded and thinking that it's going to be the same like every other time you've done it. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, it's, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. No matter how, like, how many, no matter how many times you've done something, mm-hmm. it's never exactly the same, right? It's either going to be better or it's either going to be worse, mm. right? You're always hoping that it's going to be the better mm. option, but... There's always going to be a potential chance for growth. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to learn something. Yeah, take every opportunity. I think, I think my third thing is take every opportunity and just say yes to it. Yeah. Just say yes, mm-hmm. no matter what. Unless it's crystal meth, okay? We're just putting that out there. Just kidding, just kidding. Like... <laughs> No, it's definitely an issue. No, that's yeah. right. Uh, awesome. So some really powerful stuff there. And I think probably the closing thing would be like, what are you excited for in the next 12 months? I'm excited to improve on all my, um, on all my lifting, mm-hmm. you know, like my squats, my deadlifts and my um, bench presses. PB this week. Very good. Thank you. Yo! Body weight by the end of the program. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Easy, mate. Easy. Don't make me do a fifth set for the video. Um, I think the next one, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, my friend Annie grow in the gym. She's just yep. joined as well. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm you didn't even rope her in much. <laughs> I should know. She was like least yeah. effort. I was just like, just come. And yeah. She was like, okay. Awesome, man. Awesome. Like, she's so cute though. <laughs> Love Annie. So I, I suppose a really cool thing there is that you're, you're now able to see the positive change you've had and the positive change that you can now pass on to others, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, like even with even with my sisters at home when I yep. first went to the gym, I was like, I have to meal prep for the next six weeks and <laughs> eat, eat all this strange food on this menu. <laughs> it's like three meals a day. That was a struggle. Yep, but yep. even even with that, I was just like, yeah, you know, meal prepping is really easy now, guys. Like I've done it for like six weeks and it's just, it's so simple. I just meal prep everything on a Sunday because it contains that way. Yeah, it's so great. So I kept talking about it with them and then eventually they started meal prepping as well. And they're like, oh my God, it's not hard at all. I was like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's another story. That's like big sister stuff. That's like, do what I say now. <laughs> <laughs> just guide them in the right direction. Yeah, just little, gentle just, push just, and then a shove. Nice. Them them in the right direction. <laughs> good, good. No, awesome, man. And anything else in the next 12 months? Any other big stuff that you're looking forward towards? 
I'm looking forward to Warren when she reaches her PB. Yeah. Yeah. Three hundred. Three hundred. It's going to be a very big day when she it falls will. out of the club. It will. Very, I want to cool. follow her, but I will take a bit longer than that. And that's alright. I will definitely right. take longer than that. Yeah. But I like how um how we all have our own separate goals, but we can all still keep up with each other. Brilliant. It's a level playing field, but just slightly different kind of positions on the field. I yeah, and we're not comparing ourselves to each other either. Yeah. It's just more like, yeah, you know, I'm Asian, I can squat lower. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, I think that's a really cool thing that you guys, you know, you've been here that a couple of months now, or you're nearly a year, or whatever the case may be, is you're now able to see that, you know, even as just everyday people, you guys all have incredible stories. Yeah. Um, and I suppose on that note, we'll leave it at that. And I'd love to say a massive thanks for coming on today. No uh, I know you've had a big day at work, but you know, to to share your story of vulnerability at the start there, I think that's very powerful. So again, I really appreciate that because it's, it's always going to be difficult to kind of get that out. Um, but in such a forum where this could potentially inspire just that one person to take that first step uh, towards chasing their own better, then like, Amen to that. So, um, again, thanks for coming on, Tweet. I'm yeah. sure you'll be on another episode in the future. Uh, many more, probably. Uh, we'll probably someone a... drops out, yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll... <laughs> I'm thinking we'll probably have a cooking show. It's going to be crazy the next 12 months. So. <laughs> is, that, is that a real thing? It could be, it could be a real it's thing. Video. You can't take it back now. Well, I love to talk. You love to make spring rolls. So, there's, there's always potential there, right? All we need is a camera and a YouTube channel. So, that's already set up. We can definitely make that happen. Awesome, man. Thanks for your time. High five again. Thanks, mate. And uh, yeah, that has been episode four, guys. And if you'd love to check out Twee's content, she's all over Facebook. Check her out in our videos at the gym as well. Um, she's smashing out PVs left, right, and center at the moment. So we'll keep that crushing in the next 12 months. And um, thanks for listening. Go and take your first step towards better, guys. Thanks for tuning in, legends. As always, I love chatting with amazing humans. If you have a wicked story of your own chasing better that you would love to share with us, uh, make sure to hit us up. Make sure you follow, subscribe, like, do all that cool stuff. Um, if you're looking for me on Instagram, you can check me out at, at Coach Hard Knocks, so C-O-A-C-H-H-A-R-D-K-N-O-X. Um, and that is where you can find all my latest content, videos, training stuff, and just awesome testimonials from members and clients and friends and family. Um, we'll see you soon.